Toy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. I'm Trent, and it is wonderful to have your company today for episode one, two, nine. This week on Toy Power, it is all about San Diego Comic Con 2019. That's it. We're going to hit you up with this episode and probably a second episode to get through all the San Diego goodness that we have to offer. Joining me today in the Toy Power studio, we've got Darren. Hello, one and all. Thank you for joining us. Frank. It's the most wonderful time of the year. And that it is, my friend. That it is. <laughs> and Ben. G'day, guys. Now, I've got some, Now because it's a bit of a feeling like Christmas, what <laughs> associates with Christmas is gift giving. So I've got something for oh. each of you. What? 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 Where did this... San Diego. The gifts of San Diego have already been given by the gods. We didn't even have to line up thing. What is this? Oh, I see. Oh, dear. Okay. Oh, and it's blind-boxed. Masters of the Universe, loyal subjects, blind-boxed. Here we go. So this oh, Now, before I take all the credit for wow. this, lads, okay. Okay. so I've each given one of the boys a blind, um, loyal subjects, wave two, uh, blind-box um, Masters of the Universe figure. Cool. Before I take all the uh, royalties for this, this is actually from Stuart Brown. Okay. Oh, wow. So Stuart. he, he uh, went into a razzle or whatever they called raffle things. Yep. Yep. He paid like $4 and got a whole box. Oh, of wow. them, right? He won the raffle. So he hooked me up with my He-Man and Skeletor. Nice. And he said, look, Ben, take these. And I was going to give them to my kids. And I thought, nah, if, you know, giving uh, two kids an odd number of toys, yeah. one's going to fight over it or <laughs> whatever. Yeah. So, and I thought they'll be more appreciated by you guys and something exciting to open on the show oh, tonight. Awesome. So Absolutely. crack them open, lads. Let's do, see what you do got. Do you know what they are? Yes, I do. Yes, this okay. is very interesting. So I don't know what oh, each, I don't know what each of you've got, though. Merman. Nice one. Sensational. Oh, Stinkhorn. Nice. Ram Man. Man. Nicely done. Well done. Fantastic. Thank oh. you, Stuart, so much. Thank you, Stuart. They Thank are awesome. tremendous, aren't they? Look at that. Super, super vintage. Do, now, does mine have the same head as yours, Darren? I reckon that are oh, very similar. Yeah, yeah. The whole Reese. Yeah, there you go. The whole Reese is alive and well. And Good Wave on. 2, the, the head's a lot more better proportioned yeah, than Wave are. 1, so... Now some of the now that was interesting because look at the inside of the box, gentlemen. It's very classics. It is classics, little, yeah. Little uh, card you get with it as well. Fantastic. Like and and just out of interest, these are now window boxed with the clear window. But there there must be some chase figures, and they've yeah. got a black window. So it's that these ones were all blacked out. Yeah. So you get so four see. or six or something black right. boxes, and they're not black boxes. Don't necessarily automatically mean you're going to get a chase, a chase figure. Right. Oh. Yeah. It just means you're. In for in a, a lucky in day for a chance. That, yeah. Yeah. Right. So. Wonderful. And that is a beautiful segue to our very first topic that we're going to talk to from San Diego Comic-Con. And that is this new line called Origins. Darren, now you are our... Probably, you know, we're all big Masters fans, but <laughs> Darren bleeds Masters colours. Um, tell, us, tell us a little bit more about Origins. It's now been officially announced as an actual line beyond the Comic-Con exclusive two-pack. As Trent said, we're all... Masters fans, and um, the good news is we are getting a new Master Universe line off at Bombatel, Master Universe Origins. 
is uh, the first six figures include He-Man, Skeletor, Teela, Beastman, Evil Lynn, and Man at Arms with Moustache. <laughs> uh, the uh, recommended retail price will be $15 US. That will be available in retail stores from fall 2020 US time. And the retro packaging um, is very vintage in its presentation and the packaging boasts super articulation. Is that is that like the Starburst thing where yeah. it goes super articulation? Yeah, it says something along the lines of, you know, articulated for super posing. Super power posing. Super power posing. So yeah, think yeah. about how it used to talk about the action feature. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. being like, you know, the power punch or, punch or whatever yeah. the yeah, the fist punch or what it, whatever the action feature of that particular figure might have been in its place is the articulation. What we noticed is you can't see the alternate head, uh, vintage style head for He-Man that comes in the San Diego Comic Con two pack. That's a good point. Um, we also noticed uh, that there are some lines on Skeletor's mouth in some of the pics that um, caught our attention. Well, I just that one really caught my attention because the first pick we got of He-Man, you know, the ones where they do the photo shoot yep. and they release it, it's a press release image, had He-Man Skeletor, it didn't have these sort of lines painted on the mouth signifying almost the teeth okay then we see this shot of almost it looks like someone's come along with a texter and sort of drawn them on it's really interesting because this skeletal has the open mouth yeah yeah and and the lines kind of end there they don't go into the mouth so i don't know are they the, teeth the, or the lines look too they? long uh, yeah, as well yeah. they're the teeth he's got extremely long teeth for the size of his mouth uh head yeah in yeah. my opinion I, I do like the open mouth uh, open but, mouth is fine, but those lines make it look exactly, odd. Is, yeah. is there not something similar on the vintage? There, is, there are lines. There are like yeah. grooves and yeah, stuff. there are. There I are think lines, it's perhaps yeah. a little bit different because this one has skeletal with the mouth open as opposed to we're traditionally used to seeing him with it closed, in which case the lines sort of, I don't know, make a bit more sense and yeah. perhaps aren't quite as long. But yeah, but, it's a, but we're pretty sure it's a non-articulated jaw, correct? Yes, correct. Yeah. 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 Can't and see then, any articulation then, in there. So the, there's the example. Yeah, we just got some images up here. That picture there doesn't have the lines painted mm, on. Right. And I think to me that looks a lot nicer. Interesting to see what we've got. Another little pack-in that we're going to get with these, Darren, as well, that's very retro. Very exciting to hear confirmation, official confirmation from Britt, the brand manager for Master Universe Origins, that we are, in fact, getting mini-comics with the characters. Sounded like in the walkthrough with Pixel Dan that these mini-comics will focus on the origins of characters that they come with and also that the line is going to to um, primarily be focusing on core characters, at least initially, mm. uh, which given that it's a mass-produced retail line, I think makes a tremendous amount of sense. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm really excited by these. I, I love the idea of Master Universe coming back to retail. I hope we see it in Australia. I hope I can go into stores where I got my vintage figures from that are still around you know, and, and, and see Master's Universe back on shelves to me where, where I think it... It belongs. I think also these look a little bit different from the two-pack exclusive. Most notably, the the loincloth. We were having a bit of a, a, a laugh in our Patreon chat about the in regards to the two-pack. Uh, He-Man was just about wearing a fur g-string. It seemed to have shrunk over the years. And a g-string at the front. Yes, it was not 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 a pleasant sight. But these uh, individual like or retail release ones seem to have. I uh, bought that back into proportion a little yeah, bit. And, it's a bit uh, better, isn't it? Looks yeah. quite they, they also seem to have fixed the elbow joint a little bit. There was a big gap 
in the original. I'm looking at that skeletal now and on the Havoc staff arm. Yes. And I can't see that gap. Might be the angle of the arm. Yeah, I think it's the the angle of the arm because you can sort of make it out a little bit. But it looks cool. Skeletal looks cool. He-Man looks wicked. I noticed that in in some of the pixies, the armor paint goes all the way to the back, which is something new. The red sort of squares go all the way to the back, which is cool. Um, is it confirmed that he will come with that little dagger in his boot? Correct. You yeah. can actually, if you zoom in on that packaged prototype shot, you can actually see it floating there behind his yeah. left arm. Right. Um, right. So there's the gap there, there and there. you can actually yeah. see the dagger if you if you zoom right oh, in. Cool. It's floating around yeah. in the back there. So he will come mm. with the dagger. Yeah. Doesn't look like the alternate heads in there, as Darren no. did say. Um, interestingly, Darren, you said, you know, it's an Origins line and, and it's going to be hit retail, so expect to see those core characters from the first wave. This seems like a theme. If you're going to do six characters from Masters, these are the six they always seem to start out with these days. Um, interesting. because It is interesting. I would have loved to have seen them throw in something just from left field. And it could have been something that was notable. You know, It didn't have to be something as obscure as Snout Spout. Mm. But I just feel that you know we start off a new line. How many times have we started off a new line or something? And these are, are very often the sort of first six or the first eight back that we kind of get. I, I guess in retail, it's been a long time since we've seen Evil Lynn offered in a first wave, if if yeah. ever. Hmm. Um, she was wave two in the vintage. She was a long way down in 2002. And uh, Teela, I think, was wave three in 2002 as far as that goes. But I do get your point. In, in perhaps some of the more collector-orientated lines, they've, they've been fairly early. Mm. Well, I think I might be jumping the gun a little bit, but seeing the wrestling figures crossing over with the Masters, you can almost predict what the wave sort of two is going to be. You're going to have Clawfill, you're going to have potentially uh, um, Terra Claws, yeah. uh, Skeletor. Um, you reckon Stratos as well? Yeah, yeah, I, I thought so. maybe... Just Many Faces was in there, wasn't yeah. it? Many, Many Faces, faces. Yeah. 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 Okay, interesting. Um, yeah. What's the Stratos throwback? I thought there were... I can't remember now. But there was uh, one who was like one of the uh, more uh, like with the wings, Me- yeah, Mexican style wrestlers, and he had the he had the the mask that looked reminiscent of, of Stratos. That's oh, right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I don't know my wrestling as well. As no, I wrestling. don't. That's yeah. why I haven't called out yeah. their names. But uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, so it'll be interesting to see where that goes. Uh, and yeah, another cool line for the uh, wrestling fans and masters. Fans, Absolutely, and a great way to cross promote. Does sound like this could be an opportunity as well to get to vehicles and play sets. So that mm. was alluded well, to. That, they, that they, these, com- these figures are compatible with the vintage stuff, is what they I They are compatible, but yeah. I've got the impression that they're going to look to put them into the line. Ooh. So Yeah. I mean, obviously, they're hoping that the film does does wonders for the brand, as, as am I. Yeah, you yeah. know, like, I can't tell you enough. Um, how important 2021 is to me. New Masters fan, uh, film, new Batman film. It's got to all go well. It's got to all go well. Hitting the mic in excitement. All right, let's (laughs) move move on to Mondo now, Darren. Take us through some exciting new reveals from Mondo in the Masters space. So we have seen more of Man at Arms from Mondo, who we've seen before. We've seen a lot more of him. He's looking a lot more finished. And for the first time, we've been shown Hordak. It's it's worth mentioning that Man at Arms has been confirmed for a 165 US. Uh, price point with in August uh, the Hordak which does look like a larger figure the price and the date is yet to be confirmed mm. I think even the sign said it was still at a, a prototype stage where there's yes. not like they haven't done articulation in the arms and that sort of thing there seems to be some in the legs based on the photos but um, yeah Man at Arms certainly looked a lot more 
a lot more finished. But doesn't he look incredible? Uh, he he's looks got, yeah, he's got the new shield and things, which I don't think we've seen before. That's uh, true. Uh, yeah, he just looks he looks sensational. It's that wonderful blend, and this is what Mondo have done really well with their other stuff of like realistic or two thousand X elements, but iconic sort of colours. You know who it is. Straight oh, away. you know yeah. straight away, don't you? Right? You don't yeah. need to. You don't need to worry. To me, Mondo, I've been a bit on the fence with Mondo. I haven't gone in. I know some people in the room have. Um, they're big lines. It's a big figure. It takes up space. Oh, but the, there were a few things they didn't sell me on in, in the first one. The first skeletal head sculpt I just didn't resonate with. Yep. The, the the one they want to go on there. They, you could put the vintage style head on there and I don't know how well it meshes. But, but yeah, the actual head just seemed a bit too long and the mm. hood didn't seem to sit right. And I didn't like the He-Man face sculpt they chose. I didn't like the He-Man loincloth. But th- looking at this Hordak and the Merman, the Merman yeah, is sensational. Yes. Um, they're really hitting these ones out of the park. And to me, I'm like, wow, I, I want these figures. If only I could get a you know an updated He-Man head sculpt and Skeletor <laughs> head sculpt, I'd be probably all in on this. I, I think that's their trick, though. They're going to be releasing He-Man and Skeletor heads till the cows come home. Yeah, if, you, right. if you order through Mondo, right? Yeah, yeah. If you order through other companies like Big Bad Toy Store and things, you're not going to get that as exclusive pack-ins and things. But you order through Mondo, and who knows where you'll go with all their exclusive stuff. And that's part of the reason they're promoting themselves is buy through us and you'll get more things because we saw a Skeletor with a very a, a bony colored uh, face and a bony colored um, uh, Havoc staff yep. that com- was, it definitely wasn't yellow and it definitely wasn't that more, you know, uh, 2000X colors. It was something different that we hadn't seen before. So I think they're sort of teasing uh, shop through us and we'll give you mm-hmm. benefits like this. Yeah, and speaking of which, you can see the Orco um, jar or whatever um, that comes with Men at Arms, you know, which is an Orco magic trick gone wrong from the original cartoon. Well, when I say it comes with Men at Arms, it's pictured with Men at Arms, so who knows how mm. that'll be offered. And I just wanted to mention Merman is on uh, up for pre-order now on the Mondo website and is a timed exclusive until August 16th. So if you're interested in Merman, um, August 16, US time. Excellent. All right, over to uh, Mega Constructs by Mattel and keeping in with the Masters theme. So we've got wave three of the Mega Constructs now and uh, they seem from the uh, char- from the person that was behind that with uh, Pixel Dan, he said the Mega Constructs are doing really well. So, uh, we- and new characters, we've got Battle Cat, Panthor, Roton, we've got the Jet Sled, Talon Fighter, and Point Dread. We've got Prince Adam, Stratos, a deflocked Moss Man, mm-hmm. Evil Lynn in her uh, normal sort of filmation colours, Zodak, and a White Sorceress. So these are really cool. Uh, a di- bit of a different take on uh, Skeletor. I-, I think he's got more of a yellow face than having the green, and he- he's got a bit of a different Havoc staff, maybe a a bit, a bit uh, more little, animated. Yeah, yeah, a little yeah. bit different shade of purple or whatever. Um, these This is looking really cool, and uh, they're looking at more sets and things, so watch this space, and I think with the upcoming film, they're just going to go crazy. Yep. They said that they're going to do full waves of Masters uh, Mega Constructs rather than mixing it in with the Heroes yeah, line, right. so that will be uh, really cool to see. I just hope international fans like us will start seeing them mm. at retail so uh, because I'd love to tap in and buy some of these characters. Just to uh, see them well. on the shelf would be a thrill. That's right, and, yeah. and it- let alone being able to take them yeah. to the counter. And I, and I don't think I said Battle Armor, He-Man and Battle Armor Skeletor come on the K 
cats. So oh, that's nice. uh, really cool. And and they're you know and they're coming in packs. I they're, believe they're tricky. What? So yeah, so it'll be Skeletor on Panther, Battle Armor Skeletor on Panther with the Talon Fighter and uh, the Roton uh, with He Man on Battle Cat. So, yeah, and the Roton th- also comes with Merman like in that pack right cool yeah. yeah so a few extra characters uh it sounds really cool um but uh will we see it in our retail space is something to be the future i hold. hope that a retail offense with the film coming maybe it's the time to give it another shot oh one other thing as well i just remembered the uh point dread will fit on the mega oh, constructs gray skull oh, if you were nuts. questioning that they did confirm yes. that it's designed to lock in there and uh, yeah, and they wanted to notch. release it while Grayscale was still available, yeah. or announce yeah. it while Grayscale was still available. Very so. clever marketing. Mm, very good. All right, moving on to DC, we have some very exciting news by Mattel, and Mattel is in their final year of the Master DC license. As we've talked about, that is heading over to Spin Master as well as McFarlane for the adult collectible market. So Mattel was going out with some stuff, and we went back to New York. And we criticised Mattel a little bit here for their showing at New York. They put out some figures that were based on the 90s Toy Biz era of figures. That is the sort of Michael Keaton version of the 89 Batman, not really looking like Michael Keaton, not intending to, because mm. it's meant to look like the, the Toy, Toy Biz, Biz figure. figure yeah. We also got uh, the Joker uh, in that reveal and a Riddler, and as well a Poison Ivy that looked very much from the Batman the Animated Series line in terms of her uh, suit, the green, light green sort of leggings, and the dark green uh, top. So we did see some more finished versions of those figures, but we also got some new figures released as well. There was a new Batman and a new Robin we had Red Hood, and Red Hood looks like he's the, the Jason Todd version of Red Hood with the alternate head. So you've got the Red Hood head and the masked Jason Todd head. There is a Katana figure, a Killer Croc, a massive mm. Killer Croc builder figure. Um, help me out here, guys. There was a sort of a black and red guy who I didn't recognize. I don't know if anyone else well, knows who if, that is. If you as a DC fan don't recognize it, I've got no hope. No my, idea. My answer was the same. I'm yeah. drawing a blank. And then something that Darren, I reckon, had been probably wanting probably since about 1989, a figure that <laughs> we haven't got. What did we get? Well, this was probably the most exciting reveal out of Mattel. I thought they were going to kind of eke their way out of this and just do some lazy Mm. sorts of repaints and not really put much effort into it. A lot of commentary was saying the stuff was pretty lackluster and and paint apps were a bit minimalistic. But, gee, I I got it wrong with this latest reveal. Darren, talk us through that. So we have seen a DC DC Comics multiverse. Um, We think it's a signature series figure. I haven't seen that confirmed of Alfred Pennyworth. Now, this is no ordinary Alfred Pennyworth. It comes with interchangeable heads, which includes the, the comic um, book appearance of, of Alfred, the Michael Goff Alfred from the Burton Schumacher Bat, um, Batman films from 1989 to 1997, and an Alan Napier um, Alfred Pennyworth from Batman 66. Plus someone else we weren't too sure about. Yeah, is, there's that, a... is that Batman Beyond, maybe? Or was, was thinking, he yeah. in there? Or... Yeah, quite possible. Yeah, or is it, or is it Bruce Wayne as Batman Beyond in the in a suit? Yeah, or it's is, kind of. I mean, it looks. It's a bit not. Like it's not big butler. enough, I suppose. Yeah, he's yeah. got the white gloves. It's yeah. 
I don't know that it. You're right. That was my first thought. Was Batman What's, Beyond? Like it looks looks like a very old, you know, decrepit sort of head. Totally really. bald. No, no hair. Yeah. And and almost some scales on it. Uh, if you could zoom in there, is that Winkles. how he appears? If if that isn't an old decrepit Bruce Wayne, is that how he appears in that Justice League Unlimited Batman Beyond finale? Because he does look even older in that. Might if be, anyone, yeah. yeah Not remember. sure if anyone can shed yeah. any light on that fourth That would head. be terrific, yeah. But the really cool feature, he's got the tray and it's got a little glass of water. But the coolest thing on there is a cowl. He's got the Batman cowl that's almost sort of crumpled <laughs> up on the tray. Is that what it is? And a cowl? I believe it looks so. like, yeah. to me, a that's black like. cowl, which yeah. is just ideal if you're displaying <laughs> it with the Michael Goff head because obviously, you know, the black suited, you know, movie-esque Batman suit. Here you are, Master Wayne, your yes. water and your cow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But look, I, I just can't help. But the Michael Goff head is Spot on. brilliant. Is it ever? But what, what they've done with the glass. The Alan Napier is pretty damn Oh, the Alan Napier is pretty, fantastic too. Yeah. Oh, don't get me wrong. The Alan, I mean, that's Alan Napier. Is right? You yeah. see it and you know exactly who it is. But the Michael Goff head. The glasses on that, because he wears very, very fine rimmed circular glasses mm. in the movie, and they've pulled it off. Yep. They're really fine. The black paint on that, on those lenses, is sensational. Are, are his eyes closed? Is that what's going on? Yeah, with his eyes? They, they do look closed. It's like he's they closing do. his eyes, going, "Oh, not again." It's almost right. like they're bifocal lenses in there yeah. or yeah, something. Maybe. But I, I think it's the transparency of the clear glasses. I don't. I, I think, wonder. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, okay. I think there's a bit of a shine from I reckon the you're light. Right. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. And it's just uh, blocking the uh, pupils. Yeah, but yeah, look, we were saying this is a very, very clever way to market this figure. Alfred Pennyworth hasn't got a lot of figures over the years, and you could probably count them on your maybe one hand, maybe you need you need two, but you don't need you don't need a lot of you don't need a lot of hands to to count it. Very clever way to market this because, you know, someone that loves their Alfred figures might buy three or four of these Mm -hmm. to display them with all the heads. And if you just want the one Alfred you know, displaying with your most iconic head for you. Yeah, Yeah. I mean this is and that comic book head is to me the definitive comic look. They've just nailed it. Because you know you could pick any number of comic book likenesses for Alfred, that one is an absolute brilliant mm. choice. Yep. The other thing I'd say about that comic book likeness um, for Alfred, just before we move on, very interesting tidbit, is that Alfred in the comics is drawn to look like William Austin, who played Alfred Pennyworth in the 1943 Batman serial. So if you go, if you're into that version of Batman as well, the serials, that is also a screen accurate head as well, because he's always been illustrated since... 1943 to look like how he appeared in that serial. They've never changed the design. Very cool. Very interesting tidbit. All right. So animated essentials by DC Collectibles. No figures shown for uh, Batman the Animated Series, but designs for Bat characters that never appeared in the show. We have Talon. The Batman who laughs and vampire Batman looks freaking Mm. awesome. This is the final wave of DC Essentials featuring Green Lantern, Sinistro, Blue and Grey Batman, Long Halloween Catwoman, all ETA Fall 2020. In a panel, designers admitted they never believed the line to continue this far. But it's looking amazing. What a nice way to wrap up the line Mm. and uh, throwing some really uh, sort of modern day comic book you know, interpretations into the uh, Batman animated series mm. toy line. Yes. I think that's great. So these are so these 
these have obviously never appeared in the show, but what no. we've got at this point is just um, drawings, drawings that done yeah. in that very Bruce Tim sort of style. Yes, exactly. So, so the Batman who laughs is sort of Sorry, Batman metal. Yeah, it? metal. Yes. So that's sort of happening right now, very if recent, not just yeah. wrapped up style. So it's wicked to see that uh, being portrayed in a sort of '90s comic book. Uh, inter- sorry, '90s animated interpretation. I just think that's great. Mm. It's sort of bringing in modern fans yep. to a older, older style. style. Mm. I, I think that's fantastic. Very cool. They did this, Mattel, when they had the license and they were doing Justice League unlimited figures. Towards the end, through Maddie Collector, they started doing this sort of thing and we were getting figures like Mary Batson and, and all sorts of great characters that were never done in the show but done in the style of yeah. Justice League yeah. Unlimited. Nice. It's very similar what they're doing here. We also saw pictures of... And we'd seen this previously, the Nightfall, Asriel, Batman. Mm. There's Jason Todd as Red Hood. We have Deathstroke and we have a photograph of that very much Dark Knight Returns armoured Batman. He looks huge. He's massive, isn't he? He's, he's as wide as <laughs> yeah, he is tall. Yeah, yeah. It's so cool. But then in the booth, they also had pictures of the very original Batman from Batman the Animated Series, Joker, Robin and Harley Quinn. Uh, the Batman looks like he's got some tones of blue in blue the cape and black, cowl. Yeah. Yeah, I really much, like that. Yeah, no, very cool. So I think we might be getting, you know, these are, if you're going to pick four characters to sort of re-release, they're very cool characters to do. I did, I don't know if I followed, um, I presume the Robin wasn't an expressions pack Robin, that it was just going to get a regular release. But the other three, Harley, Batman and Joker have all had expressions ultimate packs heads, releases. Yeah. So they're, they're ultimate sets where you get about seven or eight different head expressions so very cool i'm very happy to see this line go out with a bang uh like it will and yeah and and lovely to see that from the essentials line that very 90s catwoman figure I so, that's, that's that. what my favorite yeah. version of catwoman yeah. with Absolutely. that purple suit is just yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Spe- <laughs> speaking of cats <laughs> and yeah. mondo showed us something absolutely sensational in their one six scale Batman the Animated Series line. We are getting the Catwoman figure. She is absolutely sensational. Comes with the whip. Meow. And two alternate um, heads. She's got Isis that can hang around the neck very much like the Batman the Animated Series oh, Kenner figure. I, I thought that was hair at first. Yeah, and I'm like, that's not what it was like in the original animation. But no, it's, exactly. It's like yeah. And she, yeah, she did have blonde hair under there. She did. Mm. Um, uh, very Michelle Pfeiffer-esque. So I don't know if we've got any price. We don't. It's saying it's going to drop in fall 2019. So very soon to get the Catwoman. Um, No price, as we said. The other thing that they showed was, like you said, Ben, with Mondo and chucking in exclusive heads, we're getting a repaint of Batman, who was the first figure released under this line. Mm. He was done like like we just saw with that new DC collectibles Batman with the, the black and the blue highlights. That's how the first version of Batman was done. This version of Batman is done in the all black, so no blue highlights at all. And he comes with a cow down and alternate Bruce Wayne head. And that is a beautiful mm. version of Bruce Wayne. Something so I haven't seen. Very iconic Something you don't animated. see too often, do you? That, yeah. that look of head done so nicely to the animation. And they did have pictures of Mr. Freeze, who is due, I think, to drop very, very shortly, which we have seen before. So I'm... I'm hugely excited. I I don't think I'm going to be able to pass up this Catwoman and this Batman. It's not. No, no. I'm not. I'm not moving on my shut up and take my money just yet. But very, very cool. 
Certainly is. All right. Iron Studios, known for its amazing, amazing statues, are doing a 1 to 10 scale, 89 Batman and a Batmobile. Price to be announced, but expect to pay a lot given what the company is known for with yeah. their statues. So this almost look, if if I didn't see people in the background <laughs> yeah. when I was uh, looking at this picture, yep. I'd believe it was like a movie scale, oh. uh, you know, from the and from the uh, from the film or something because it it looks perfect. It, it looks, looks flawless. Look, look at the base. Look it looks like base. you know what? It looks like a hot uh, hot toys oh, Batmobile with uh, hot toys. Batman, yeah. yep. but, but a one ten, yeah. And Scale. the base has that gridiron sort of metal, you know, um, cross hatching sort of a, a yeah. bat cave sort of. Yeah. Uh, and then aspect. below it, all the stalactites, I think they are yeah. hanging. I, I'm going to find beautiful. this hard to pass up. It's going to be. I mean, yeah. you know what Iron Studios are like in terms of yeah. pricing. This oh, thing it's going to be. It's, gonna, it's not yeah. going to be cheap by any stretch. Thousand dollars plus. I know. Easily. I know. But do, do you think it's articulated in any way, shape, no. or form, or it's just statue. a statue? I think right. pretty much they just do statues. The but one I'm thing, okay with that. Yeah. The one thing I really remember, and we covered it on the show from Iron Studios, and this is really the first time they got my attention, was with that Jurassic Park set. Yes. 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 And you know, with the Tyrannosaurus oh, attack and the two. The two um, SUVs and, yep. and, you know, waving the flare. Absolutely sensational. I, so. I suppose without articulation, they can go to those inf details I, yeah. because they know we don't have to sculpt what's inside the Batmobile cockpit. Mm. We yep. can just go to town on what the outside yeah. and know that it's just going to be looking like that. No one's yep. going to shine some lights on any other aspect. Exactly. Yeah, very good. All right, some more Batman news now as we head over to Mezco. And there is a new line coming from Mezco. That is a line called Five Points. These are 3.75-inch figures. And if you think about the things that Super 7 have done with their reaction line, if you think about what Funko was doing with sort of their kind of reaction-style vintage Kenner-style figures, if you can imagine that, then you can imagine what Mezco's five points line is like. There's going to be a number of different lines that they're going to do, but let's start off with one of the most iconic Batman lines, and that is Batman 66. They've opened it up with some wonderful, wonderful images of the Batman and Robin standing in front of a beautiful 66 Batmobile. It does look sensational. We have got a number of 66 Batmobiles over the years in various different scales. We did get a uh, one... From Mattel yeah, and one, one from Funko. One twelve scale. We got yeah. the Funko one. Because Funko really have done a line very much like this. Um, with, you know, they had things like uh, King, King Tut. King um, Tut. Two versions of Mr. Freeze, the yeah. Otto Preminger and the Eli Wallach. Uh, Bookworm, Catwoman, Batgirl... Batman and and Robin, but yeah. this is going to flesh that out oh, so nicely. And I, being the same scale, being the same scale, but these look these look absolutely amazing. I love this line. We also, if you just zoom out there, Frank, we've also got a uh, Joker. We've got the Penguin, and we've got a Catwoman. Um, look at that Joker. He comes with the picture frame. Yeah, he does. Look this at is that. So that, cool. That is, and the, and the Penguin rather than use the same mold has just got that slightly wider hips going, yep. which is very, very accurate. Oh, look for three and three yeah, quarter inch uh, figures. That, the lightnesses are incredible for that scale. I mean, yeah. and look, these are obviously you know prototypes, mm. but if they can get even close to this, these are going to be absolutely sensational, and probably, you know, I, I don't like to be disparaging to Funko, but these are probably going to be the the ultimate sort of toy 
at this scale well, I think for, they this, are for this for property. For a number of yep. reasons. Um, as much as I love the you know, the other villains that Funko chose, I mean, I think one of the reasons why that line didn't didn't go on is it didn't have enough iconic villains in that first wave to to sort of entice people. So so starting off out of the gate or, or at least showing people prototypes for Joker, Catwoman, Penguin, I think is very, very astute. Mm. Well, I, I think Funko sort of reaction figures are dead. I think it's just Super 7 now yes. reaction figures. Yep. So what we got from Funko is now uh, Vault stuff. Yep. So this is now open the uh, doorways for their, for Mezco. Is it Mezco? Sorry, yep. yes. Mezco, yep. to, uh, to do them and do them properly. Yes. Sort of. So it's awesome. No, very good. The other thing that absolutely got me and, and I was blown away by how cool these are is the Fleisch Studios Superman mm-hmm. style of figures based on the 1940s serials. Um, we're getting the Superman, a Clark and Lois, and the robot. Uh, I don't know the name of that robot, but he appears in the animation serial. Very, very cool. I never would have thought we'd get a line like this mm. based on this version of Superman. So very happy with that. And I know we're talking DC at the moment, but just to round out some of the other lines that Mezco are doing in their five-point series, we're getting the Adams Family in spring <laughs> 2020. Playmates did a line based on yeah. the cartoon back in the day, but these are absolutely impeccable based on the animated designs. They're very stylized looking. They are wonderful, wonderful figures. Is this an animated line from the 90s or 80s? Yeah. Or? From the 90s, 90s there was right, a, a cartoon right. series. Very mm. uh, Tim Burton-esque mm. uh, yeah. looking. These are, yeah, they're absolutely sensational. I mean, anything, you know, Nightmare Before Christmas yes, in that yes, style yeah. of Frank and Weenie, it's, it's yes. done very much in that claymation almost sort of style. The other thing we're getting is a Scooby-Doo line. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Anyone want to do a, a scrappy voice or a Uh-oh. scooby voice? <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. And Space Ghost. Shout out to Druss on the forums. Druss is finally getting another Space Ghost figure. He looks very, very cool. Certainly does. Very superhero style. Mm. And I was I was preparing this worksheet and going through it with my son popped up because uh, I had the day off on Friday to, to do some work on, on the podcast. And he, was, he loved Space Ghost. He's like, oh... Is he a goodie or a baddie? And I said, no, he's, he's a goodie. He's like, oh, he looks like a baddie. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, very, very happy to see that. Nice. Um, continuing on DC, Medicom was at the con. And I know I've been tuning in. I tune in every week to, to see Robo do his thing on the Fush as he does his Fush Weekly. Um, and he's been very excited by the Dark Knight Returns version of Batman in this Medicom line. So we have seen... Super articulated version of the very chunky Dark Knight Returns Batman figure. Look at the way that cape spreads out. That's I mean, amazing. some magic in yeah, that yeah. cape, some wires or something going on. But you can pull off all the iconic poses that Batman produces in that comic strip. And, and he's going to look even beautiful. Even the knee joint there. I don't know if we zoom in. Have a yep. look at that knee joint. That's, that's, I reckon there's two joints. Yeah, it has to be. It has to be double joint. And a lot of coverage of the kneecap. But yeah. what, a, what an awesome amazing. way to do a double jointed knee. Very I haven't clever. seen that style before yep. because normally there's a big gap and what the way they've got a uh, sort of uh, floating kneecap yeah like a like a pad or something it's just it just works it's brilliant uh 
I hope they this uh, Batman comes with that stand because then yes. you will uh, be able to do these sort of poses. Yep. Uh, they're flying uh, or jumping down poses. If it doesn't come with that stand, it's sort of a big missed opportunity in my opinion. Yep. But I would have um, to. Yeah. It would have to. We also saw grayscale prototypes from the Mafex line of Mirror and Black Manta. They look like they are from the Aquaman film. There's Black Manta with that that massive helmet that just looks so cool. He looks think, great. Yeah, they're yeah. going to look fantastic. I mean, Mattel did a very, very nice version of Black Manta in their multiverse line. Even the six-inch basic figure was pretty good, but you can imagine what Medicom are going to do with that figure. Yeah, so sticking with DC, there's this one jumped out at me. This was actually sort of uh, uh, shown off and announced before San Diego, but we are moving on to Hot Toys, and this is a... One six-scale figure of Two-Face as he appeared in the Dark Knight film. So we're looking at basically Aaron Eckhart, which is part of why this jumped out to me. You just go, oh my God, it's Aaron Eckhart, right? Like the the face is spot on. Without doubt. And they really only had to do half the face. So, um, But typical Hot Toys fashion comes with a load of accessories. He comes with the, the pistol from the film. Comes with an I believe in Harvey Dent sort of badge. He even comes with a shot glass, which is in that scene in the bar where he first you first see that the scarred version of of Two Face are uh, incredible. Uh, $250 US basically. You can pre-order already from Sideshow if you're so inclined. Should be shipping in around October, November. This is part of what they're deeming their Hot Toys Convention exclusive line. Whilst you can get it at San Diego, it's also going to be available at quote other conventions throughout the year. So I imagine you've got New York Comic Con and a bunch of other ones in there. So sort of a travelling exclusive, yeah, so Yeah, and they, they, they oh, announced some other is. stuff along those same sorts of lines. But yeah, of course, Two-Face, he's got the coin, uh, alternate hands, of course, and just, you know, cloth suit, one half looking pretty pristine, the other half looking as messed up as his face. So yeah. This yeah. is the first Harvey Dent figure Hot Toys has done since... 2008, The Dark Knight film dropped, and he does go for a bomb on the secondary market, as I would know because I sold one on eBay a few years ago. Um, But this is, I guess, an improved version with the face sculpt. This one is impeccable. I mean, it looks just like Aaron Eckhart slash Two-Face from the film. The other one that I did have, the first release, did have a Harvey Dent face Mm. as well, which this one doesn't appear to have, but... Are you kidding? Who are you going to display the head with? You're always going to display it with the Two-Face head. <laughs> I mean, I love Aaron Eckhart, but yep. come on, it's it's all about Two-Face. Yeah. All right, I think that's done for DC. Is it's that done. Anything? I think that's it, unless anyone can think of anything else that was no, really said. Not a whole lot of Batman. A whole lot of Batman. All right, so we're going to ship across to uh, their mortal enemy, uh, good friends of ours at Marvel, and oh my God, Legends, Legends, Legends. There was... Uh, I think only up until about the last sort of 12 hours, there was a little bit here and there, and then they, <laughs> yeah, they've dropped the mother load. Yeah. They've done their big panel reveal, and I was constantly refreshing. Shout out to uh, Toy Shiz on Instagram. He was effectively live tweeting the whole thing yep. by Instagram. I was refreshing his feed every few seconds to see what else had come up. Uh, so let's start right off the top. We are getting, for the first time since, I want to say about 2004, from the Toy Biz era, it's like Series Two, Doctor Doom. Yep. Not not a uh, an Iron Man version of Doctor Doom. Not any other. Just just straight up Doom as you use him with the green and the metal. Uh, it comes with oh, two heads from what I saw. Uh, one looking very much like the modern interpretation. The other, the classic with the sort of square sort of eyes. Um, it looks. Oh, 
I oh, swear it's, it's cloth, but it's it not, is amazing. Right? Look at the texture in that in that cloak. Yeah, you can see the texture in there. This is a, just a phenomenal figure. That holster he comes with the beautiful yeah. belt, the double buckle, the big golden clip. Um, but that holster looks like it would fit a pistol easily. Yes, he does come yeah. with a pistol. Oh. I've seen another shot where he's holding a little a little silver pistol, like a very sort of. 60s villain. Look, we also saw uh, She-Hulk, which is a figure who doesn't get a lot of love. Uh, from what I read, this one is featuring some sort of new articulation method, and I think you can sort of see it. We've got a picture here in her forearm, where rather than just typically figures bend their forearm up and down at the elbow, and then you rely on a cut sort of just below the shoulder as like a bicep yep. swivel. This looks like it's got some sort of a swivel in the elbow that yes. allows it to sort of swing out parallel so that looks very very cool she's slightly bigger um it's a, well, it's a new sculpt they're not just reusing an existing female sculpt and we'll stand at about seven inches which puts her that sort of head above you know your standard sort of marvel legends which is which is accurate i think the glowing green eyes this yeah. this uh, she hulk looks amazing in my opinion this rival of all the in the past we've had sexy she hulks yep. I, I feel like the ones that you put on your shelf and, yep, that's my She-Hulk, but it, she doesn't look menacing. Yes. This one looks like she could go toe-to-toe with any of the Marvel characters yep. and you'd you'd be concerned not to bet on her because she looks <laughs> so tough and ready to uh, go go mental. I've, never, I've seen a lot of She-Hulk figures in my time and I've never had any inclination to buy one. This one I yeah, need. Agreed. I'm looking at that is, going, is I just that, need uh, that is figure. That, uh, is that what we're... It's not yet. No. no I'm, I'm, just, I'm just teasing. <laughs> Te- around just getting all the way up there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they were two of the, the big ones. Look, we also got uh, one that was rumoured from earlier in the week. Uh, we've got what they're terming the Love Triangle 3-pack. Not quite as sexy as it sounds, but it features Cyclops, Wolverine, and a brand new, very 90s, admittedly very sexy, Jean Grey. No. Straight out the animation, as you remember her. Big head of hair, uh, the yellow and the blue, and just just amazing. In that set, you also get uh, Cyclops, who's in the Jim Lee sort of style, but he's wearing the jacket that he sported for a lot of the animation. Two alternate heads with Cyclops as well, with obviously the classic visor, but also him wearing red sunglasses, if you will. Uh, also come with Wolverine. Wolverine, this is what I'm terming the ultimate version of Wolverine, right? It's the, it's the tiger stripe version. You get a battle-damaged head where his yep. hair is starting to come through. Uh, a straight-up head, you get a unmasked head, but then you also get the little um, hood piece that would be his mask sitting at the back of his neck. Also comes with bone claws. Bone claws! Bone claws yes. as well as the traditional adamantium oh. claws. So it covers, if you, if, if you think 90s and you think Wolverine, this covers all your options, really. Like, it's, it's, it's just, fantastic. This went up today. I was refreshing all the local Australian sites and, and I was there literally as, as you know, our friend Dennis Milo of yep. Toys and Beyond was posting them up. Because I've been caught before where I've gone on and he's been literally loading them. And I've gone and bought three out of four figures. And then yep. it's like, oh, you know, 10 seconds later, he loads, loads the, next, the one. next one. And I was watching as they were loading. And um, this one I, I've purchased. Yep. But you could buy two or three sets of this easily. Mm. Look at that. Look at those heads. Cyclops has three heads all up. Jean Grey has two Wolverine has three heads all up, the bone claw hands. Yeah. Oh my goodness, this is it's this is an X Men fan's dream, and I'm only really in on X Men when it comes to legends because yeah. you've got to draw the line somewhere, and I'm very <laughs> bad at drawing lines. But this is a dream come true, and I'm just so glad that Australian retailers are able to get their hands on some of these more exclusive sets. Yep, they also announced a uh, a line or a wave in uh, Age of Apocalypse where we got to look at 
Age of Apocalypse Wolverine with the big massive hair and, and one hand cut off. Um, amazing. Love it. They, they then sort of... Oh, that's the first time I've seen that picture. Yeah, so they also went with uh, the... Uh, what are they? New Mutants. And we got our first look at Strong Guy, who oh. is the most top-heavy character as far as his big chest and big arms and stuff. How that thing stands up, look I don't know. This. It better have ratchet joints, I'll tell you what. Skips leg day. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, they've also announced uh, with that a... And this one's a Walgreens exclusive. This is it's basically a single figure, but you can get three figures out of it. And it's... Um, let's see if I remember the name. Danny Moonstar... Wolfsbane and Karma, who have all got that very um, X-Men type uniform with the black and, and a big yellow cross in the middle. And yeah, you get one figure, but you get alternate heads for each one and different hands for some of them as well. Some have gloved hands, some have some don't. Uh, and yeah, you can get so three for the price of one. A lot of the comments I've seen are people going, oh crap, now I need to buy three of these things. And people are also even saying, I'm going to buy a set and not use any of those heads. I'm going to take the head from my magic figure mm. uh, and put that on there because they magic traditionally at one stage wore that uniform and they haven't released her with that yet. And then one of my favourites, if you know anything about uh, Marvel Comics over the last few years, Cosmic Ghost Rider is probably up there with Deadpool in terms of his sheer uh, popularity at the minute. This is a guy who, I won't reveal his identity because it's actually worth reading the reveal in the comics, but it's kind of like if Deadpool was given the power cosmic by the Silver Surfer uh, and rides a motorbike. He's, I've, I kind of feel like they're angling at Lobo. They're trying to sort of match that that character because he's just he's absolutely crazy. Spins out of the story from Thanos in 2016. And I don't know how they've done the head on this, but it looks... And maybe it's the photography's lit it up, but it's got a flaming skull under a, a Mysterio-esque type sort of bubble dome. Uh, comes with a big chopper. The front wheel of that is just this ball of Orb. energy. Yeah. Yeah. So it's part of the, the legendary riders line. Um, looks absolutely amazing. And I like I like how underneath the bike to stand it up to raise it up looks like a puff of smoke or a yep. jet a, str- a steam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks that looks fantastic. And the fact that it's floating, I just that that's a ten out of ten. Yeah. Like, Wicked. Exactly. And then you just put that alongside Squirrel Girl. It's just the, yeah. the ultimate contrast, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Look at yeah, Squirrel Girl is also coming in the Legendary Riders line with a basically a reuse of the, the Vespa one that Deadpool used, uh, but with a bunch of squirrels and a little basket hanging out the front. Oh, it's so cute, she that squirrel. Amazing. Wait, it's throwing a fireball! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so that's that's all the comic stuff. Now, of course, they have announced a whole bunch of endgame Marvel Legends. Uh, we got our first look at, and I believe he's officially been called Bro Thor. Yeah. In terms of what Disney are referring to him as, a lot of people call him the Big uh, Lebowski, Big Thor Lebowski, <laughs> yeah, or something. Yeah. Um, big Thorbowski, sorry. Oh, classic. He is actually the builder figure for this Endgame wave. In this wave, we also get Heimdall as yes. we looked in Ragnarok. Love I was, was kind of hoping for the big golden armor and and the the helmet that he wears from you know Thor one and two. Yeah. But, Probably the more iconic version, but yeah. anything based on... Uh, oh, he doesn't get a lot of love as no. far as in figure form, that's for sure. We see Valkyrie in her white armour as she appears in, in towards the end of Thor Ragnarok. We get a Vision, which is a bit more of a translucent. Didn't really look super translucent on the pictures, i got to no. say, but... It looks almost like the one you got from the three-pack. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah it looks very, very similar to that. Uh, we do get Iron Patriot. Now, I, thought, I mistook this as a repaint for the very recent War Machine... 
uh, wave that okay. came out. It's actually not. Well, it's probably the, the, the main part of these, but a lot of the guns and armaments, he's got a very Transformer-esque sort of shoulder-mounted guns and stuff. That's all new moulding, apparently. Um, so that looks really cool. But that Thor, it's oh. just... You don't often see an action figure that is not ridiculously buff and, you know, has a six-pack. This is just... This is the superhero we can all aspire to be, right? Yep. He's wearing his sweats. He's got his sunnies on. He's got a big beard. Does come with an alternate head. Sunnies on, sunnies off. Um, amazing. Love it. Uh, I think you also get a couple of uh, Captain America and Iron Man repaints in there um, to round out that wave. I think we've talked about this one before. We the, have, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, there was the Vintage Hulk, which is a one-off. I believe that's a, a con exclusive. Comes with crushed pipe. And the Grandmaster and... The Collector. The Collector. Now, yeah. I, bl- I believe... I think we've mentioned these before as well, but yes. this is actually only... Only they have said, you can get this at the con and that's it. It's not showing up at Zing. It's not going to anywhere else. And part of that is to do with, because it has the likenesses of two, let's be honest, very famous actors, uh, they've just gone, nah, that was part of the negotiations uh-huh. for it. So if yes. you can get your hands on these, you right. have done extremely well. Wow. Uh, that's it as far as Legends. Probably the last thing for Marvel is back to our friends at Hot Toys. In the 1-6 scale again, we are looking at Stan Lee, the late, great Stan Lee. As he appeared in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, where did he appear in Guardians, you might say? Well, he had a little cameo right at the end of the film where he was sitting in a, a very yellow spacesuit having a chat with uh, Uatu the Watcher um, and basically trying to tell them a story and they weren't very interested in uh, typical Hot Toys comes with loads of ex- accessories, including, in the, as you can see in the pictures, a very lenticular sort of space background, like a diorama type thing, which is cool. $275 US. Uh, this is part of also that convention's exclusive line where if you didn't get them at San Diego, you might have to wait till New York, etc., etc. But again, Hot Toys, with their attention to detail, does come with the stone base that he can sort of sit on and wave. He's got a bubble dome sort of helmet in his astronaut suit, and that's about as iconic a Stanley face as you're going to oh, find. Yeah, is it ever? I mean, it is Stanley. I love the space suit as well. It's yes. very like alien esque, and it's very 2001: A Space Odyssey yeah, sort of cool. style. It's that very retro looking space suit, and I think the Stanley just um, works it. You know, yeah, he just rocks, yeah, it, he? rocks it. That's the word. Yeah, cool. Beautiful. All right, we're moving on. This might be the last brand we look at before we wrap this episode, but we are going to jump into some Transformers goodness. And just quickly, again, we've probably talked a little bit about this before, but it's that Optimus Prime slash Ghostbusters crossover. We got the reveal, I think, back in in June, and both franchises are, funnily enough, celebrating their 35th year anniversary. This is the MP10 mold of Optimus. It comes with the full trailer, It's in the Ecto-1 colours, white with the red stripe. It's got the hazard yellow and black strip across it. It's Mm. got the Ghostbusters logo. It's got call the number. And slime sprayed up the side. $150 (laughs) USD. And the roller has been retooled. It's actually a different sculpt. Retooled to look like a floor trap. So good. Um, The the packaging is a proton pack. Wonderful attention to detail. I noticed Toybot Imports, our friend over, over at Toybot Imports, they had it and they've got a special club membership right going at the moment. Mm. If you can sign up, that was the first item to be released exclusively to club members. And it basically, I check the site daily 
it came up and it was gone. It sold just out, sold out super, Woo. super quick. So, so very cool. All right. As far as uh, Transformers that are available, we're going to have a look at some of the Siege stuff. Look, to be honest, I was a little bit disappointed with this. There was a lot of a lot of repaints happening. We got uh, Sound Blaster, of course, the black version of everyone's favorite sound wave. Uh, we had Reflector, now, who is now known as Refractor, yep. which is actually quite a... Uh, this one I didn't mind because I do have the original G1 uh, Reflector up there, and this is... Uh, rather than being all the purple and green based on the animation, this one is based on the toy colours where one's blue, one's red, and the other one is, is purple, I think. And and quote me if I'm wrong here, but I think you need to buy three... No, do you need to buy all three? I think they're different. They are different. There was yeah. the last These, version you could get three and then You had to buy up. three, but yep. this one you'll have to buy the individual to buy, to get... They'll yep. probably come as a box set, yes. I dare Possibly, say. Yeah. yeah. But they're all different. They're all... Right. Yeah, yeah because of the colour scheme alone. Yes. Yeah, yep. sorry. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So so that they, they do look pretty cool. Uh, there was, of course, some stuff we expect to see from Transformers where the Ironhide mould we've seen much earlier in the year was redone as Ratchet, of course. That's not too hard to do. There was a Galactic Man Shockwave as well, which is actually... Supposedly, I'll have to look it up. Apparently, that it's a basically shockwave we know, but done in a very sort of dark grey, and that's a tribute to the original sort of Takara shockwave or shockwave Radio Shack. Oh right, from Radio oh. Shack, as opposed to Basketball Shack, who I was thinking of. <laughs> uh, yeah, because because uh, um, uh, Shockwave was released in through Radio Shack of course, yes. as a grey Transformer. Right. I think it was slightly smaller, yeah. and he was because Transformer fans dub everything. You know, they give it their own purposeful name, yeah. and it was as dubbed Shockwave. Right, so I believe okay. now I might be wrong here, but I believe that's a homage to, to that. that. Mm. Um, yeah, or or it could be the grey basketball player, as uh, Trent alluded to. <laughs> Shack attack. Shack attack. Yeah. Uh, well, look, we also got to look at some uh, deluxe or no Voyager figures. I think they were, and these were repaints of Optimus Prime and Megatron from Siege. What was interesting is these are the first ones from an official company that have done the cell shaded type look where if you had say Prime's windows on his chest there's like a, a sky blue stripe going through the middle of them um, look up some pictures for that because they do look really cool this is something that customizers have been doing for years and I find it interesting that Hasbro are now sort of moving into to that space we also got a uh, announcement of a 10 pack of uh, what they're doing MicroMaster figures uh, they did show me the list of names. The names didn't jump out at me, but some of them I just went, yep, I had that one as a kid. Yep. I, had that. I had this little yellow truck we've got in a picture here. There's a red car thing down here. There was one that had the two, they're like uh, sky blue sort of combat type trucks that joined together with a big missile on the back. Um, very cool way to get, you know, 10 figures in, in one little pack. Oh, that's 10 figures in one for, what, the price of 40 bucks or yep. something. Yeah. That is fantastic. Like, I, yeah. I just, you give that to any kid for their birthday, bang. Um, that's one of the best presents they'll receive, oh, exactly. you know. Yeah. on the you, you could buy a big character and that's pretty cool, but getting 10 little characters yep. in one... Uh, that's just so fantastic. Whereas the original G1s, they only came in four packs. Yes. So, exactly. you know, that's that's over double the amount. And that's yep. something unheard of in today's market. Mm. So I, I think massive praise to uh, Hasbro for doing that. And going the big hog 10 uh, is just absolutely fantastic. Yeah. In that sort of same, a little bit larger style, Not these are the, what they term the battle masters. They're slightly larger than these sort of minifigures, but we got a new Rumble, a Ratbat, and a character called Rung. I don't know if you guys know anything about Rung, but in essence, this is kind of like 
He's on, he's from the IDW series, but he's kind of like the Jesus figure right. in Transformers lore in that he's believed to basically be the reincarnation of Primus himself. Only he doesn't remember that, and there's this whole long storyline how it all sort of plays out, and he just about can't die. Across the, the run of IDW, he gets his head blown clean off and all sorts, and they go, oh, well, he's done, and then... The next day, he just sort of stands up and goes, oh, I'm better now. What happened? Like, so it's very cool to get the first one of him. There was also a, we got a three pack of the Seekers done in the Siege style, which is very, the very triangular sort of ships uh, known as the Rainmakers. Now, these are, uh, I'll say, interesting homage to the original, uh, very the first pilot. G1 episode. Yeah, yeah the pilot. Yeah. I don't know. They've all As, got acid rain. Yeah, is acid it? rain's one uh, of them. Sun, sunstorm, mm, and uh, storm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds yeah, about right. Yeah, look, they. I, I can see where they were going with this, but <laughs> they tried. It's too much color, right? Yeah. They have gone. It's not like they've gone. Here's one with green highlights, and here's yeah. one with yellow highlights. It's just all all, gr- all green with a tiny bit of black. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Good for completeness, I think. So yeah, look, I wasn't especially sold with. The Transformers showing overall, but well, there might be another Transformer we'll get to uh, a little bit later on that may change that. Pretty surprising uh, thing for the three-pack G1 cassettes. Frenzy, which looks so G1 accurate, it's ridiculous. Like, I'm I'm blown away that that's a reissue and not uh, actually the actual G1 version itself. Mm. Uh, the Dino cassettes, now I'm going to stuff this up, Noizu and Gurifi. Uh, the prote- the no, um, pterodon. Well done. Two very hard to find cassettes from 1987. They combine to form Decibly. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce that. Decibly? Yeah, that's probably right. Yeah, <laughs> that, noise. That, that, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Shut up and take my money. That Whoa. is mine right there. Because oh. some, yeah, some retro cassettes. Um, huge fan at the moment of collecting all the all the vintage reissue stuff. And I need some cassettes because I don't have any. Oh, no. Well, these are sort of Transformers. Ben, what are these? These Mondo... Uh, so these are Mon- this is uh, uh, branching off from Mecha, uh, so Mondo. So this is Mondo's Mecha, right? So we've seen. I think last year we saw Spider Man. Yeah, if I if Black, I remember, Black yeah. Panther, yeah. So and and Black Panther. That's that's right. So then, uh, what I first thought was like a crossover between Optimus Prime and uh, <laughs> Captain America, yeah. but this is a Captain America sort of in a mech suit with an enormous gun. He's still got his he's still got his big shield. Uh, iconic shield hanging off the side but he just looks outstanding very optimus prime face and the color scheme that only captain america can sport but the amazing uh, one that as well was uh, batman mm. and uh, this is sort of an azrael style batman in a mech suit if you can imagine with a uh, guard around his face so he's got no mouth uh, sort of uh, shown it's in black and grey with the yellow uh, utility belt that just looks amazing. He looks absolutely fantastic, but unfortunately, there's no pricing, there's no ETA, and knowing uh, Mondo, these might be a few years away, oh, yeah. and the price tag to match as well. So, uh, but interesting space to watch because these are a big surprise in my opinion. Yeah, they're very very slow with some of these releases, oh, yeah. and that's fine. I know it takes takes a while to, to make figures, but yeah, Mecha is probably something we'll be seeing at cons for the next <laughs> couple of years before they come out. But they're, they're an interesting take. Very good way of doing something very innovative. So, something unique. Yeah, something yeah. unique. Yeah. We're using a, a, a known license. That's right. 
but just something and beautiful designs. They've really nailed. Yeah, the you look designs. at it and you go, I have no doubt in my mind who that is straight away, yeah. despite it being effectively a new creation. Yeah. yeah. We're going to wrap this episode in a minute, but we do. I know we didn't know exactly where we'd get to. Do you have a shut up and take my money no, for what no. we've covered? No, for not what we've covered really. today. No, anything for you, Frank? Was there anything, Darren? Did you have anything in what we've covered today? No, I do. The Masters, yeah. yeah, I do. Um, so it is for. Uh, it's it's tough. It was a tough vote. Everything's so close for me, uh, but the idea of a Masters Universe retail line, particularly if it comes to Australia, I just have to. I have to get behind that. This could yeah. be the last time in my lifetime that Masters hits retail. So, uh, yeah, I have to get behind that. Mini comics too. Yeah, so you kind of feel like you're getting you're getting more bang for your buck. You're getting entertainment or or um, cross media tie-in with the figures. So yeah, Master Universe Origins in retail. Shut up and take my money. Nicely done, Frank. Uh, for you. Do you know what? I'm gonna have to shut up and take my money. And second, what Darren said of the Whoa. stuff we covered today. Yep. That Masters line, A, it looks way more accessible than some of these high-priced import items, assuming it comes to retail. That $15 US price point, as we were discussing earlier, probably translates to somewhere around the high 30s in Australia. If they can do that at sort of that Marvel Legends price point, I'm down. Nice. Like, you know, yep. I, I, as we've spoken about before, I didn't get into classics in the same way the rest of these guys did. This is this is my classics line. I feel if it goes the distance. Yeah, I'm I'm keen to get a He-Man token, He-Man and yep. Skeletor, but I'll probably that's about as deep as I'll go. And 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 I'm I'll be really interested to see how uh, easily accessible in retail these yeah. actually do become in Australia. All right, oh, I've got no doubt that it'll be retail America and things, but it'll be very interesting to see how accessible international fans will be and the, and of course the reflection of price difference from $15 yeah. USD to what uh, we'll actually see uh, thing. but good, good luck to them yeah. seriously good luck to them I, I would praise everyone if uh, if we walked into a local store and saw you know pegs full of oh, these characters how good would it be it would our, look so our wonderful our best chance of, of a retailer coming on board is some excitement or momentum behind the fact that there is a film coming yeah because I think then if if a big chain retail store gets these then the price will be a, a, a low 30s sure. like a, yeah, a 30, yeah. it'll be $30 be. or something yeah. and then if you get toy sales as well exactly that makes it exactly. more accessible for some people if it's, as well if it's sort of more through the collector zings and the pop culture things it'll be up around the $40 well that's my, yeah. my rule of thumb for anything coming through icon collectibles that will end up in zing or pop culture is two times 2.5 times the USD price yes. right? yep. that's, that's what true. we're looking at these days just before we wrap interesting to note that Super 7 in the master space didn't have a lot of new offerings I think it's quite clear now with the Origins line being such a big deal for Mattel, mm. why we now know that Brian Flynn was going heavy with that Filmation 5.5-inch line and we felt like every month there was another pre-order coming up. Well, that was the reason that because was the reason. this he was the cutoff. Yeah, he exactly. had a clock and that and it was is ticking. done. So mm. interesting to note. Interesting to note that they didn't show any of their 5.5-inch stuff here, even the stuff that's still coming. I guess it's all locked away for pre-order and there'd be no point showing it. But interesting mm. that Mattel had the limelight for their 5.5-inch Origins line. be interesting to see if we hear anything more at PowerCon from Super 7 mm. or, or, you know, 
in the way of new stuff or, or anyone really. Um, PowerCon's only, I think, three weeks away. So yeah, it would be tuned. lovely to hear some official confirmation. There was a tweet by Pixel Dan that did indicate 5.5 line is dead from Super 7, which I think is a foregone conclusion now with what Mattel is doing. Obviously, they don't want the same product going out by two different companies. Awesome stuff, guys. Wonderful to talk the Ooh, first part of halfway, San Diego. Halfway there. We've got in. another hour episode <laughs> to record straight after this. We're going to jump straight into it. But for now, we're going to wrap this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Toy Power. And a big shout out to all our patrons. Wonderful, wonderful time on the Discord this week, sharing all the reveals and all the commentary. <laughs> we hope you had as much fun as we did on there. And we will see you around the toy aisles. And until next time, good journey! You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast, at Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram, or have your say and email us, toypowerpodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher, and please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome. We are a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. Check out all the awesome shows on this awesome network full of okay people. Want to learn more? Go to GiantSizeTeamUp.com where you can find us and a whole lot more awesome shows. Well, they're not more awesome than us, but... Yeah.